0: GateWorld.net presents an exclusive interview with Elena Huffman. So it's good to finally meet you, Elena. You too. How are you? Good. And what are you thinking of your first convention experience with creation so far?
1: It was great. I... Didn't know how to get warmed up into the crowd, but mm-hmm. now I get it and So this is
0: your first actual Con-Con, or is this just the first creation? Con- it's the con- first y-
1: creation one. I mean,
0: you've done Comic-Con, and I did
1: Comic-Con, and that was such a process, of course, because it was sci-fi and MGM, and it was the launch of the show and all that kind of stuff. Um, so, so we just sort of like were we were led, we followed, mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, and then I just did um, London Expo. Okay. And uh, and we did a panel, um, doing a panel with Jameel. Okay. Is very different mm. than anything ever. <laughs> <laughs> I love Jamil, he's great, but he's so off the cuff and, and, and he's the king of random.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So, um, so, yeah, it was great. It's really, really exciting. I'm looking forward to you know, getting to talk to the fans a little bit more personally.
0: So, this is the first time we've talked. Tell us a bit about how you got started in the industry. I know that you did some modeling before you caught the acting bug. Mm
1: hmm. Yeah, I did. I uh, I was I was approached and and uh, and scouted as a model, and that was a uh, that was an interesting career. It was uh, it took me around the world. Um, um, I spent a lot of time in Asia, and in Japan, in Germany, and um, uh, I had a, a very successful career. I was um, I was really lucky. I worked quite a bit, and then um, moving into acting, I. I did a, a, a big slew of sort of indie films. Uh, I lived in Texas, mm-hmm. and uh, Austin was sort of the hotspot to make indie films at that time in the early uh, 2000s, and, uh, and then that took me to L.A., and, and then I've been working pretty steady in television since.
0: Prior to being cast on SGU, uh, most people probably recognized you for the genre work that you have done on Painkiller Jane and on Smallville. Do you enjoy the sci-fi fantasy genre yourself?
1: I wasn't familiar with it or as I mean of course you know which sci-fi movies and shows there are but Vancouver I didn't watch. is such a
0: heavy town for filming of that type of Yeah program. yeah and
1: I I didn't get into um into I, I I never was an actor living in Canada so um so the work that I booked that were like Pain, Killer Jane Smallville and Stargate all and I did another show True Calling I did an episode there um, all of them brought me from LA so again I'm not sure if it's coincidence or or what happened but um now that I'm familiar with the genre, I love it. Is uh, particularly comic books actually because I got into them with, um, with uh, Black Canary. Mm-hmm. Uh, I did you know some of my research and I was like, wow, I can see why people really like this. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, it's been it's it's been a, a fun journey.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, tell us a bit about your casting as TJ on SGU and how that came about. What got the ball rolling, initially?
1: From what I understand, Brad and Rob knew who I was. Uh, from Painkiller Jane, probably, and then also as a Black Canary. Um, and uh, so they asked me to come in and audition for TJ, and so I did. And uh, and this was in October of '08, And then they said, well, yeah, we, yeah, we really like her. We're going to test her, which is essentially a second audition. Mm-hmm. But now you've sort of nailed down your contractual ob- obligations. And uh, and this was October, and, and they said, we're going to test her in December. And I thought, oh, Oh, that's ways away. <laughs> I'll have another job or something by then, you know. Right, right. You never, you just never know in the business. Or I thought, oh, it, that just won't happen, and uh, and sure enough, December came about, and, and they had me come back in, uh, but they had me come in for Chloe. Okay. And uh, and I was like, really? Well, I don't know about that one. And they said, yeah, 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 we really we would think you'd be great for Chloe. So I read for Chloe, and uh, and they were like, yeah, no. So, yeah no I agree
0: <laughs> When I talked to Elise in April, she said one of the things that they wanted her to do during the uh, whole audition process there was bring on the waterworks yeah the tears. first
1: the scene was all crying mm-hmm. yeah um yeah w- which was fine it was it was essentially the fr- uh, i think that the audition scene was the scene in Earth with her and Eli in the car okay I think it was rewritten a little bit for in from the the test dates to the episode um but that test, and I'd only done uh, two other tests before then. So that one, I was there for about four hours. I was waiting in the room, and and you, it is an emotional scene, and uh, and they were testing by character. So they were, you know, they tested the Youngs, and they tested the Greers, uh-huh. and they tested the. I met Brian there. I met David there. I saw Elise. I didn't meet her. Um, and then they said, uh, usually they give you a little bit of a warning. Uh-huh. They're like, okay, well, hey, we're gonna test. You know, these next and here's the order and um, they were like, Chloe's up, Elena, let's go and I was like, "Ah, oh, I'm not ready <laughs> I wasn't ready because I'd been waiting for a few hours and, um, but anyway so, so I think I was a better fit as Tamara and I think they, they saw that as well and so they, they, they came back at me and asked me you know, if I wanted to uh, have that role and I said yeah
0: um, How similar are TJ and Elena? Uh, are there personality traits that you share or how are you different?
1: Um I I I find TJ really vulnerable. I think she's um I love I love I love that she can be both strong and vulnerable and I think that's I think that's her maturing. I think she's at a certain place in her life and in in her career and in the situation that they're in where she's overwhelmed like anybody is in the beginning of their career and their life and, and they call it a quarter life crisis for a reason. Mm-hmm. Uh so I I've been there, um, and I can relate to her in a lot of ways, and I draw from my own personal experiences for her, but I don't... I actually... I, I've learned a lot from her, to be honest with you. I think she's... I'm more of a very independent, I can do anything and just dare me not to. Mm-hmm. And I think she's She's a little bit of a, no, I can't do this, and has to prove it to herself.
0: Right. I would almost go so far as to say maybe it's like she silently bears these burdens. Yeah. That, you know... Or thrust upon her for whatever reason.
1: Yeah, and I think I think that's to, yeah. She has that inner struggle. That's like I can't mm-hmm. do this, and she has sort of a lot of a lot of self doubt, and mm-hmm. and um, but but very capable. And I think it, as as season two progresses, you see that she's she's more um, she shows less of that. It's still vulnerable. I think you see those those character traits, but but less in terms of of her work.
0: Right looking back on season one as a whole, um, what would you say are some of the highlights both for the character and for yourself as an actress and the things you've done this year that maybe, you know, you haven't had a chance to do prior? Uh,
1: I think for the series, um, I'm, I'm really proud of the time we took to develop the characters. I, I know there was a little bit of negativity surrounding that and that, in that, uh, it was too character driven, but I feel like the consequences are greater and, and, um, and the story is told, now Now it's a story of these characters that we know and that we love and the circumstance they're in, instead of just a circumstance. Um, so I'm really proud of that, and I'm, I, I'm really proud of the transition that a lot of the characters have made, particularly my character, like I was just saying. I think she, um, I think she strengthens and matures into her role a lot, and then you see that definitely in Season 2. Um, they have some hardships in Season 2, all of, them, all of them do, and they all deal with their circumstance in a different way, uh, and because, we again, we've developed the characters and, and we know their personalities, we're able to play on that, and we're able to play with each other and off of each other.
0: The last few minutes of Incursion Part we uh, leave some particularly brutal mm-hmm. plot points uh, for TJ in the air. Um, when I talked with uh, David, Brian, and Elise in April, um, they kind of warned on how much of an exclamation point it would put on the end of the season. What were your thoughts when you saw the script?
1: well you you know there 's going to be a cliffhanger because it's yeah it 's the season finale and uh, and and it just keeps you on your toes and, and um, I thought the script was great. I knew the, I knew the fans would like it uh, it, it was very action packed it is very action packed and it does have these consequences or, or they could be consequences we 'll see what happens mm-hmm. in awakening to be or continued. aftermath yeah to be continued um, in the, in the aftermath in the first few episodes of the season. But it's—I uh, I thought it was a great uh, series finale, and um, or season finale rather. Um, also, it was Andy Makita who directed, who's mm-hmm. who. He knows Stargate like the back of his hand. He knows um, he knows how to get the exciting moments and the elements that, that the fans love, and that and that the writers are so great David at.
0: David, in particular, was uh, talking to me about how happy he was with how it was shot. And just yeah, like, dude, you did a fantastic yeah
1: yeah absolutely yeah and we, and we love andy andy 's just just an all around great great guy everybody is we we 're really really fortunate to have the team that we have uh, i 've said this many times it 's very special to be on a show and to know that your creatives are literally in the next room mm-hmm. and you walk up to the office to make yourself a drink or you know get a snack or fax something and they're they 're sitting right there and you can chit chat with them. Uh, and that's rare in this business so it's very very nice
0: you know and when you figure that you know a lot of these people behind the scenes have been working with the franchise anywhere from yeah you know 5 to 13 years on you know it gives you an extra added amount of faith that they know where things are going and absolutely gives you faith as far as what you're doing and the work that you're doing that it's quality absolutely
1: a yeah and that they love it you know there's there's movie there's you know television producers and then there's there's um there's people who make television mm-hmm. so
0: and there is a difference. Yeah.
1: yeah.
0: <laughs> You're about halfway uh, through production on season two at this point. Yes. Be as vague as you need to be. Uh, <laughs> but what themes can we expect to see come Paul? A big theme for season one was that these were the wrong people in the wrong place. Is that going to continue to hold true, or will some of the characters maybe more embrace the reality of the situations that they're in? Um, be as vague uh, as possible. As vague need to be. as
1: possible. Yes. yes. Um, I, think, I think there's. I think the overwhelming sense of we 're not supposed to be here cools down a little bit and it, and it really does become about okay, now that we 're here, you know let 's roll up our sleeves and, and dust off our you know dust ourselves off and, and get on with business um, we 're still trying to get home of course that, that would be the end of the show if if we weren't so we 're still trying to get home and we still have we still have those action packed what 's going to happen. Um, every episode Mm -hmm. and and that's what that's what that's what everyone loves about stargate we meet a lot of aliens so that's really fun we um we see a few new ships we we have a few new sets that we've built um a lot of guest stars um some really good stuff i think the fans will really like season two
0: again to be continued because we can't know
1: any of that no it's all the way in october Oh,
0: oh i know Yeah. Um, any message to give to fans we 'll start getting, you know ones that can 't be here to see you in person or ones that may be in the future but haven 't had a chance to yet
1: yeah I, well i 'm loving the convention circuit like like we were saying this is my first uh, convention with creation i 've got a few more scheduled this year and uh, and some other ones as well so um, I think it 's such a great opportunity to meet the fans and to listen to them and, and hear what they say and um, i love I love being on Twitter. You can follow me on Twitter, Adelina Huffman. Um, I have my little YouTube channel vlog that I'm I've been doing. The fans yeah. seem to really like it, and I'm having fun with it. So, uh, yeah, come out to the cons, and uh, um, all of us are pretty pretty on board with it. I I, I heard that uh, Papa Smurf Louis Ferreira, is is interested in them too. So Ooh. yeah, so uh, so hopefully, and you know, quite a few of us have already been doing them. Oh, yeah. Brian, myself, at mm-hmm. least David, Jamil. And uh, and now, like I said, Louie seems to be interested. So and Lou has done a few as well. Right. right. So yeah. So come and see us. <laughs>